What could the solution be to a feeling left out? The young people are being part of the democratic discussion and the democratic debates. We are also here to help point uh, at solutions and point at possibilities for the society and democracies. There's a problem because we have this gigantic bias for negativity. I'm showing a new set of journalistic values. Hi and welcome to Austro Media House podcast. My name is Chaitra. I'm a multimedia journalist from India living in Oslo. I have been part of Austro Media House since last summer and will be hosting this podcast every week. The guest for today's episode is Gerd Maria May. Based in Odense, Denmark, she has been actively working as a media developer, a consultant in Denmark, Norway, Germany and England. She has embarked as an advisory board member and steering committee of Noda and Next Media. Let us welcome the founder of Room of Solutions and an author of Danish textbook called Engaging and Constructive Journalism. Hello, Gert. Thank you for joining Oslo Media House podcast. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. Uh, Gert, could you tell our listeners how are you connected to Oslo Media House? Yeah, actually, I've been following Oslo Media House for the last I say four or five years or something like that. I've been coming to all the Oslo Media House meetings and uh, last year I was there as a speaker myself. I have enjoyed being part of Oslo Media House because it's a place where there are so much inspiration. It's a place where yes. I think you're very good to getting people together who can inspire each other. So uh, I've been, even though I live in Denmark, I think I have been part of uh, Oslo Media House for uh, a couple of years and I feel that I I get a lot of inspiration from you. So you are in Denmark now, right? Yeah, I am. So what do you do these days of isolation? Self-isolation. Uh, I have three kids, so that takes a lot of my time. But uh, uh, luckily I am almost done writing uh, a textbook about constructive and engaging journalism. So I have been spending the last couple of weeks uh, editing and uh, checking for everything in the book. So now it's almost uh, done for uh, to, to be, be, be printed. So I've been spending a lot of time on that. And then I've actually also been doing some new projects with the young people, uh, and uh, a museum that are collecting the young people's uh, uh, stories about how how they feel about being left out of uh, all the communities and the not being able to see their friends and so on. What does that mean to them? So they are telling their stories in a lot of different ways and a museum is gathering them. So I think this period of time is uh, creating a lot of new ideas and new possibilities as long even at the same time it is uh, stopping a lot of things tell us more about the project with young people and uh, sharing their experience uh, i think that at the beginning of this uh, corona period we heard a lot about at least in denmark about the young people they didn't uh, they away from each other they just partied and you know we yes. we we heard all the stories about the young people that they didn't 
do as they ought to do. Um, yes. And I thought that, no, that's not true. That's not the full story. Uh, so I talked to some uh, you know, uh, uh, high schools and mm-hmm. uh, I talked to a, a museum in yes. Denmark called Enigma, which is a museum of communication. And we decided okay. to, to do a project where we gathered this, the stories from the young people. They're doing it as a podcast or as a video or as a text where they are yes. telling what they feel about being isolated in this period of time and what they hope that the learnings from this period will bring to the society afterwards. And the society will gather all the stories and make an exhibition afterwards. Oh, that's great. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I think that that was like adding uh, a new point of view to the to the story. And then I... I uh, connected to some media, local media, who wanted to publish some of the stories from the young people so that their voice was being heard in this discussion about what is going on right now as well. So that is uh, happening right now. The stories are being published uh, these weeks in Denmark. Oh, please uh, let us or send me a link to it. I would just read about and, you know, get yeah. some more information. <laughs> I will do that. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. <laughs> So the pandemic has been keeping millions of people across the globe homebound. So what are the problems you're facing? Well, my calendar was booked with jobs in Switzerland, Germany, uh, Sweden, uh, London, and all of that is, of course, cancelled now. So I think personally, my my business is uh, having some trouble uh, because what I yeah. thought I was gonna do is not possible right now. But at the same time, I think that this uh, time for stopping up and, and thinking uh, about things can can give me some new possibilities. And uh, now I am working with some new projects that will go on uh, after summer, I hope. And, yes. uh, and right now I'm working with the local media uh, in Denmark, where I'm helping them to to engage their audience in this Corona uh, time. How can they get in closer contact with them and yes. figuring out what is important for them? And so, so I think mm-hmm. that even though all the things I thought was I was going to do in in these months. Uh, has disappeared new things has come up i spent a lot of time preparing my book so no no more traveling or just like in home working on your new project and editing your textbook yeah and i think i have also gotten some new skills i should have been out doing uh, workshops and talks at uh, different places and some of them had of course cancelled but some of them also said could we do it in a digital way i stopped and thought how can i do a four-hour workshop with 100 people digitally but uh, I figured a way uh, and now I have started to learn how how can you do that and I think that is like some of the things that this crisis is giving us new ideas and new yes we're learning new things that we can use afterwards as well hi here are some messages from our sponsors and advertisers this podcast is produced by UBM Broadcast for Oslo Media House. If you need help to launch your podcast, vodcast, streaming of live events, debates or seminars, 
OBM broadcast can help you from A to Z in our online studio as well as in our physical studio. Exhausted by working from home? Become a member of the new Oslo Media Club. Get access to our launch and workspace in central Oslo, secure and according to the standards set by the health authorities. If you want more information from our sponsors and advertisers, contact me on my email a-l-e-x-e-y at o-b-m dot n-o. Have a good day! Would you be doing any more workshops at uh, Oslo Media House in the future? Oh, I hope so. Some of the things I've been doing is like I've been gathering uh, some, what I think are good examples of the what the media business are doing right now during this corona crisis. And I have been uh, making it as a, a, a small a video, video that I have uh, uploaded to YouTube. So it's, you know, it's just 10 minutes of talk and, and some pictures, but... Yeah, well, it's working, and I know that are people people are watching them all over. Yes. So, so I think that is a new way of communicating that I haven't been doing before. Could you tell us about Room of Solutions? I started this business a year ago uh, in in March. My goal is to develop and uh, distribute this kind of journalism where we look not only at the problems but also at the solution the constructive journalism and the engaging journalism where we involve people much more in what we do the reason i i started the the company and what i've been doing is to try to develop journalism in a way that it will be more relevant to people and i think it is so crucial for the media business and for the democracies all over the world that we change the way we define a good story. Uh, a good story is not only something bad happening, uh, but could also be people uh, solving problems in a new way or whatever. Yeah, like you said, you started this business uh, last March and it's just a year about now. So there's yeah. been a lot of change. <laughs> yeah, I just... I- Yeah, I just celebrated this uh, March. I was, yay, I've, I've done one year and it's been really going well. I have a lot of customers in a lot of different countries. And I think I was so happy. I was just like, wow, is this really happening? Yes, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And now it everything stopped. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yes. But I had one year in normal uh, business. Yeah. So would you be connecting this new project about young, uh, young life stories uh, with Room of Solutions? Yeah, that is one of the things I do in, in Room of Solutions. I think that that is engaging young people and the constructive part of it, the, pro, the, the project is to uh, make the young people think about what could they see as solutions Uh, not right now on the crisis, but afterwards, what could the solution be to uh, feeling left out that is not only happening uh, now because we are forced to to be alone, but it's also things that a lot of people are thinking about in their normal daily life. Are they in or out? Are they part of the community yes. or are they not? Uh, so so I think I am, with the project, I'm trying to engage the young people in being part of the discussion and I'm Uh, trying to make them think about how could what could the solutions be in the future as well and they are telling so great stories uh, so i think we will all learn a lot from 
from their stories afterwards. So that is uh, one of the things I'm doing. Then I'm, I'm also uh, connecting with high schools. I've developed uh, a seven weeks curriculum for high school students where I'm uh, teaching them about constructive journalism and, and helping them to pick up on the local problems in their community and helping them to uh, find a way to be able to push uh, the the community they live in, in in a way they think is good. And, and I'm doing that together with the local media so that they are like the young people are being part of the democratic discussion and the democratic debates, uh, even though they are young people. <laughs> You know, that is really great initiative because I believe most of the young people, mm. they, they feel disconnected yeah. to the democracy and to the world they live in. I think this project will make them think about it and, you know, feel more uh, connected and welcomed, I would say. So it's a great initiative. Yeah, I really hope that. Yeah, I really hope that. That's because the, I think it's, it's all about the, the democracies in our world that we need to to like open the debate up so it's not only the white men in their 50s who are talking <laughs> to each other but that it is all of us who are part of the discussion even though maybe we're young or old or black or white or whatever so what is your uh, opinion on the current state of media industry? I think that the media industry has a fantastic opportunity right now. I just saw the new numbers from the USA that 28,000 media workers has been laid off or had uh, cut down in their pay uh, these uh, few weeks. But also we are seeing this, uh, I think we call it the corona bump, uh, that there are so many people who are watching the news and reading the newspaper and, and, and reading news online that right now we have an opportunity to connect with these people and to, to be relevant to them and, and, and make them understand that journalism is crucial if we want to live in, in an open uh, democracy and in open societies all over the world. We need an, a, a press that is good um, so I think it is difficult because the media are so hard hit on the economy right now but but it's also an opportunity to connect with people so so I think that is like the connection right now and of course when I'm talking journalism I think the constructive part of the journalism to to help people see what could the solutions be this is the problem we all face uh, right now what could the solutions be how are people coping with the, this problem all over the world and, and what can we learn from each other so i think that the media business has a lot of opportunities right now even though it is very difficult of course on that note uh, what is your vision for the next year for the media business, my vision is that we should connect, that we should yes. help the society, that we should think that our role as, as journalists is not only to pinpoint the problems. Of course, we must pinpoint the problems to be able to show solutions, but we must take on the responsibility to see how can we use what we know, the, the skills that we have in research, for instance, to research on how can these problems be solved and how can, what can we learn from each other? So I hope that maybe this 
crisis that is going on right now will also change the way the media business are seeing their own role in the society, that we are not only here to be watching out for if anything, anyone is doing something wrong, but we are also here to help point uh, at solutions and point at possibilities for the society and democracies. So, so that is my vision. I hope <laughs> that, that this will <coughs> be a way that the media business will, will go now. Could you tell a little bit about the new textbook you're writing about constructive journalism? It's a book where I am discussing the way we are defining a good story. Uh, the first part of the book is a historic academic look at back from 1883, P.J. Reuters started mm -hmm defining what is a good story and and I'm looking into what has how have we in the media business defined a good story and then I am discussing whether that is good or bad and I think that there's a problem because we have this gigantic bias for negativity uh, in when we define a good story and then I am presenting some new I call it journalistic values and uh, in Danish it is fint uh, fellowship which would in English be like community and engaging your community. Mm -hmm. And then it is uh, inspiration. How can we inspire people with our journalism? Yes. And then it is nuances. How can we remember to not only tell the black and white story? And the last, last value is trust. How can we build trust? Build trust in, in our organizations and in the 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 people we don't know uh, how can we trust each other of course trust can only build on truth so we have to 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 show if yes. if somebody is cheating or whatever but when we have shown that then try to build trust in, instead of only uh, making people scared of things we don't understand or, or don't know yes. so that is like I'm, I'm showing a new set of journalistic values that I think we should build upon. And then the, the last uh, part of the book is a discussion about how, uh, what are the, the dilemmas when you are a journalist and you are trying to point at solutions or you're engaging with your community. Yes. How can you do that without uh, losing your objectivity? How can you do that without... Uh, forgetting uh, to show the whole picture and, and all of that. So, so yeah, that is uh, that. It's a it's a book that I hope will create a lot of discussions and thoughts about what is the role as a journalist and, of course, for the media uh, as a whole as well. Before we end this podcast, uh, would you like to share a memory connected to Oslo Media House? Yeah, I've been thinking about that, and I think one of the my great uh, memories from Oslo Media House is from the old, when we were in the other building, the old building, and when we were standing after a good day with a lot of inspiration and great people at the terrace, and, and you were having the squirrel party, and we were eating a thing which I think is so strange, sausage in a pancake. But... Well, <laughs> you do that in Norway, uh, and it's actually great. And, and we were standing there, and there were like these totally cool people who have this tons of years of experience, and there were new young people trying to make a startup, trying to start their career 
career in, in the media company. And we were all getting together and talking and having fun and sharing uh, ideas. And I, I just love that uh, thing. And, and that is uh, one of the things I think about when, I, when you say Oslo Media House. <laughs> So uh, it has been a pleasure talking to you, Gert, and uh, good luck to you too with your project on engaging young people. And uh, I hope to see you in a workshop more, uh, maybe in Oslo sometime when everything is clear, or if not digital, because I would really like to know um, uh, the thoughts, what you shared now about new journalism, the values to new journalism. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today and sharing your thoughts and experience. Thank you so much for having me. Stay safe, everybody. Uh, stay safe. Thank you. Uh, well, that's all for today's episode. And thank you for listening to us. Please join us again the next week and leave us in a comment below. Who would you like to have as the next guest on our next episode? Thank you again. And this is Chaitra signing off. Thank you.